Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is 645 and a special weekend in the St. Louis area because the winter warm-up is back. Tom Ackerman joins us for a little bit of a chat here this morning before he's got to head off to all the busy things to do today regarding that. Good morning, Tom. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, tell me about the first day of this event. I've never participated in it because I just moved to St. Louis a couple years ago before the pandemic. So I, I don't know that much about it. Well, the first day was great. Matt Pauley was over there with all of the Cardinals players and staff and every all the fans making their way through Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium. And pretty exciting for him. For me, I was on the Cardinals caravan the last two days uh, and I'll tell you about that. But first, let me paint the picture of the winter warm-up. This is the first year that it is not at the Hyatt Regency at the Arch. The former home was the hotel right there uh, in downtown, right across actually from our old offices on One Memorial Drive. And while that was a great setup, this one is, you know, just a completely different animal. I mean, you're talking about Ballpark Village and all of the space there. We're set up at Cardinals Nation Restaurant. They bring players by for interviews there. But the fans are able to make their way through. They can buy merchandise. They can get autographs. You have to buy autograph tickets in advance. And the players are in the different rooms. There's different restaurants and bars. Bush Stadium has the Champions Club open for autographs. Bush Stadium has an opportunity to tour the clubhouse. I mean, just amazing what you can do when you have those two facilities next to each other, Bush Stadium and Ballpark Village. So it's a great complex from that standpoint. Everybody's able to make their way through there, and I'll be there today for a little bit uh, all day on Monday. So it's going to be a big, big day. For the Cardinals Caravan, uh, we went the last two days through Springfield, Joplin, Fort Leonard Wood, and Rolla. Mm. Uh, Springfield was a very busy day visiting with the Springfield Cardinals. I had Large Newt Bar with me, <laughs> along with the minor league pitcher of the year, Gordon Graceffo, left-hander Zach Thompson. We had former Cardinals Randy Flores, who's now the director of scouting, and Alan Bennis. So we had a really good time. The Springfield we visited with, uh, again, the Springfield Cardinals. We went to uh, the arena there for their high school basketball showcase. Carmelo Anthony was actually in the house, and we uh, went on onto the floor and were introduced in front of the crowd there. And Mello even was cheering for us at that point. And then uh, I'd say the highlight of yesterday as we went through Joplin and Rolla was in between there, visiting Fort Leonard Wood, uh, the Army base, and, and visiting with the soldiers and the commanding general there was pretty special. So really an incredible day. And it's just, you know, it opens your eyes to how big Cardinal Nation is. And, and the fans are everywhere. And they really eat it up and, and enjoy visiting with our guys. Yeah, Mello's cool, but I want to hear what it's like to hang out with Lars Newtbar. <laughs> he's great. I mean, it's Lars so is, you know, he's tons of energy. He's fun. Uh, he's a great personality. He's great with the kids. Uh, and, you know, what a great player he is. But, you know, what makes him great is his mentality. He's just an incredible uh, person. Um, tons of, uh, you know, baseball discussion on that bus as we all sit around and talk ball and, 
you know, he's he's really an all-around great athlete. Lars was a quarterback in high school, so he's got a love for football. And we actually wrapped up the evening last night in Rolla. They opened up the gym to us, so we were all out there shooting hoops. And, you know, he's, he's he can ball, man. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, so he's, he's just an all-around great athlete. He's excited about getting out there and playing for the Cardinals this year. And, you know, one kid asked him, what's your favorite spot in the order? And he said, I'm going to say leadoff. Now, you know, will he be the leadoff hitter this year? He was in the postseason, and I think he's got a shot at it, and he'll he'll shoot for that uh, as a goal, I think, this year, is to be the starting outfielder, whether that's center field or right field, and then uh, leadoff for the Cardinals. Well, besides all the fan stuff, uh, you know, there were some business things going on yesterday in terms of uh, John Mosellock had a little monologue, took questions from reporters, uh, any highlights from that with one month before pitchers and catchers? Yeah, you know, a lot of what he said on Sports on a Sunday morning last week that, and I think this is going to disappoint some fans because there was some talk from the Cardinals that they were going to increase payroll, and technically they did. Uh, they added Wilson Contreras, and then you know they do bump up the payroll because of all the arbitration deals they just had to close, and they still have two that they have to do, um, but... You know, I, I think what he said yesterday that was new was that there was a pursuit of a left-handed bat uh, that did not come through. They did look at the starting pitching market. They found that, that those numbers were eye-popping and they weren't able to get to that level. Um, but that just because you have resources doesn't mean that you wildly spend. And I think the one thing that he did hold out there is that there is a chance that the, that money could be spent by the end of the season, indicating that they could do exactly what they did last year and maybe more. They did pursue Juan Soto. They didn't come through with him, but they did land two starting pitchers at the deadline that changed the season. And so if I'm looking at the Cardinals right now, it's pretty much what they've always done, except for the Contreras deal. They've never had to chase a starting catcher in the last 20 years. But they, they made the move that they had to make, and then they did not – bite on something that was going to be over the top they want to make sure that they give their young players an opportunity to compete and we're talking about you know the newt bars of the world and the, and the young pitchers but also they feel like their rotation most notably jack flaherty uh is going to come back and be impactful we'll, we'll obviously we need to see that uh, to believe that, but I think that the Cardinals want to give all of their players an opportunity, and then if they feel like they need to upgrade at the deadline, they will do that. The other one that's you know, just kind of hanging out there and wondering how much of an impact will he make is Jordan Walker. I mean, he's the number one prospect in the organization, probably the number one hitting prospect in all of baseball. Uh, Scott, I mean, I met him on Friday morning before his caravan went out, and, and just to say hello, I mean, he's a giant man i mean he's like uh he's not quite the size of aaron judge but he is a big put together hitter with a huge personality my i heard that when he went to memphis he was incredible answering questions and visiting with families and kids um that doesn't make him a great ball player it makes him a great person as a ball player, he can hit the daylights out of the <laughs> yeah. ball. He's got a, he's got incredible talent. So can he break camp with this team? I think that he can. And I think the Cardinals are going to give him an opportunity to be the starting right fielder. And if that's the case, then this team, you know, and he's going to have to learn the big league game. 
but I think they have high hopes for him. So just an example of what they're looking at here. They don't look at the, the offseason as, well, that's it. Uh, they look at it as a constantly changing thing. So whether you like that or not, uh, that's how the Cardinals operate. Will they change that philosophy over time? I don't know. I, they've pursued some big names in the past and haven't been able to come through. But they went out and got the guy they wanted in Wilson Contreras. Yeah. Uh, Tom, uh, briefly, uh, you've got a couple more days of this, uh, the winter warm-up. So are there any highlights that you're seeing on the agenda for the next two days? I'm really looking forward to tonight's Baseball Writers Dinner. Uh, I will be on stage interviewing Nolan Arenado tonight at the MAC, which will be fun, and Ryan Helsley, and also Polo Asensio and Benji Molina. I got that assignment to be able to talk to them as they are uh, winning an award tonight, so that'll be fun. Uh, but they'll, you know, Arenado, Goldschmidt, they'll be in the house tonight. That's going to be a great night. They'll also be at the ballpark today signing autographs. So Joe Pot is going to split duties with me on sports on a Sunday morning. Uh, he'll be handling some of those interviews, as will I. We'll have a really good time there. And then I'll be back tomorrow to do a show with Chris Ranji from 10 to 1. And then I'll be on stage at, at the winter warm-up from 1 to 3. And that's when Wilson Contreras will make his winter warm-up debut. So that's going to be cool to see him take in the Cardinals fans from that standpoint for the first time. So, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. It's a great celebration of Cardinal baseball. And then it's time to get down to business. The players will start to make their way to Jupiter. And spring training will begin. Wow, what a weekend. I'm glad you're getting a chance to enjoy all of it. And uh, throughout the morning, we'll have, you know, the other sports going on. The Billikens won. The Blues lost. Uh, the Chargers chargered. That, nuts. that was crazy. Nuts. But we'll get to that. Uh, Tom, thanks so much for uh, joining me this morning. And, and Absolutely. And have fun. Yeah, great talking to you, buddy. Right. And uh, good luck to your bills today. All right, thanks. All right, it is five minutes before 7 o'clock. Total information AM on this Sunday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.